What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Left Bench Podcast. I'm Dante Esposito along with Evan Deck. Evan, how are we doing? I'm doing great. Favorite part of the week. Can't wait to do this every week, and I'm glad to be back. Me too, man. Our first recording as well. Yeah, so for the new listeners, we now have a YouTube channel. We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so tune into those if you want to see us in action and not just hear us. But I don't know how beneficial that is to you. Maybe you don't want to see us. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to see us either. <laughs> Evan, how are we doing this week? I'm doing great. Like I said before, some great sports going on, some great stuff to talk about. We're going to a Bengals-Jets game on Sunday. Not going to be much of a game, but we'll talk about that later. Let's just jump in to the biggest headline of the week. Crazy. That is right on the keeping tabs of the Chicago Blackhawks. Very true. 2010 sexual assault allegations. uh, So long ago, but, uh, you know, it's it's still prominent. It is. With uh, former first-rounder Kyle Beach. Came out as John Doe, filed a lawsuit against the Hawks for mishandling his sexual assault allegations against video coach Brad Aldrich in 2010. Nothing was done by the Hawks' senior leaders. They prioritized the cup run and ignored these allegations. The report supposedly made it all the way up to the chain of command. Nothing happened. Aldrich even paraded with the cup after the allegation was known by the organization. Quenville, other players, and Bowman still did nothing. Speaking of Stan Bowman... Your GM of the year pick. Yeah. Not going to hold up anymore, I don't think. Absolutely not. No, Bowman is done. Yeah. And That's it, a tough one. It's tough. But it's just a shocking story to come out right now. Yeah, and it's good for them to get out of the higher-up positions, though, because you don't want that stuff being in the NHL, especially because it's such a tight, nice and tidy league most of the times. Absolutely. And it's Quenville just got fired by the Panthers. Which is a shame, but you know it had to be done. Uh, I think a coaching replacement for the Panthers could be uh, Claude Julien, maybe. He's looking for a job. I, I think Tortorella. I think Tortorella will be for the Blackhawks. Those two coaches, those two teams for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jonathan Tayers and Patrick Kane both said they did not know about it until training camp in the following year. Um, just thoughts and prayers to Kyle Beach and his family and all those who were affected. Yeah, you hate to see stuff like this happen. It's a rarity in the NHL, but hopefully the Blackhawks can clean it up soon. Absolutely. And it just, you just don't want to see that happen. No, you don't want to see it in any sport. Yeah. Wow. It's a real shame. And uh, obviously, they've been fined $2 million for it. They got the cup that year, but that's obviously not what they should have focused on. They definitely could have handled the situation better. But now that we're in the place that we're at in this day and age, you've got to handle it right away, first things. And that's what they did, as it is two weeks into the season. Yeah. Oh, that's just unfortunate news all right moving on to some lighter stuff we're going to go into our football predictions but we're going to give a little recap of last week because last week was absolutely crazy my cincinnati Bengals beating lamar jackson for the first time in his career who would have thought i did say in some world i see the Bengals winning and that world came true and that world also came true because quinnipiac won one of the games but that is for later in the episode <laughs> but all around great week in football I beat Dante in the predictions, and that's why he sported a New Jersey Devils jersey on the way to the podcast. Made me very happy. Jets blown out of the water. Zach Wilson hurt. Brutal. You hate to see it. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, are they've been figured out. They're not special anymore. It's crazy stuff to see that happen. All around crazy week. Some surprise games weren't surprising. Some non-surprising games were surprising. It was crazy. And Carson Wentz. Could he continue this? That's the question, and we'll see that this week, and they have a chance. But yeah. let's go into this week's games. 
All right, well, last night, Cardinals, Packers, Cardinals trying to stay undefeated. That did not work out. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers uh, were driven to victory. A.J. Green, <laughs> just sold. Bad route run? Or Always a bangle. Forever. <laughs> bangle for I, he did not look like he knew the ball was coming to him, though. But in that type of play, you got to know if the ball's coming to you. You got to know the Unless play. Unless the play he thought was going the other side. Or Either Kyler way. threw the wrong place. Brutal. He looked like he thought it was a run play the way he was blocking. Like he had no intentions of turning around. And he was like at the end of the end zone already. Like Kyler had a receiver open in the middle of the field with nobody around him. Yeah. And he decided to go to AJ Green. Later picked off. Steals a deal for the game. That's just tough. Yeah. Hopefully uh, that's their only loss, though. And they keep pushing through, get the jitters out of the way. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at the the Cardinals, another loss in the game too. JJ Watt being injured. Yeah, last week. Yeah, so that's gonna definitely not help them. But if you look at the Cardinals, they always start off strong, and the second half they kind of just fall apart like a house on fire. This is a new team, though. <laughs> yeah, but who knows? Maybe it'll it'll just stay true, just like the Seahawks, who always start off strong and then fall off the edge of a cliff. Yep, this cliff's getting closer and closer for that division. Let's move on to the predictions. How about we start off with my Bengals and his Jets. We're going to the game. We're going to the scrimmage, I mean, for the Bengals. It's not really going to be that much of a competition unless they break Burrow's leg. I got 38-12. to 12. I, It might not even be that high because you guys don't have Zach Wilson. Who's your quarterback? Mike White. Mike White will be the next Tom Brady. Just watch. <laughs> Who am I kidding? All right. Oh, <laughs> gosh. This is just this is poor. <laughs> the Jets are going to get three field goals. Bengals will get a lot more than three field goals. 33 to 9. Or Bengals. we'll get 11 field goals and have a 33 to 9 game. Yeah. That'd be, I, that'd I be wild. That would be work. interesting. No, I definitely don't think that's going to how it works. Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense dismantled the Ravens defense. The best corner safety on their team got burned by CJ Uzama. That's the one. Uh, CJ Uzama's second best game, his first best game was two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And he's out there torching cornerbacks and safeties. That's not something you want to see as a tight end, burning you like that. Twice. Yeah, they're going to torch the Jets. I, I like to support the Jets. I like to have Support high them hopes. to a high pick. Yeah, sure. We'll get the first overall pick. That's nice. Eagles-Lions. Now, I could see a world where the Lions win. Absolutely. But for the safety of me not wearing a Rangers jersey, I'm picking the Eagles 23-17. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Eagles 2017. I, I could really see this game going both ways. Lions looking for their first win. The Eagles, not impressive. It's, it's really tough not picking the Lions here because in the first two or three episodes, I picked the Lions. I'm saying they got to win this week. They got to win this week. They got to win this week. And now I'm saying they're not going to win. In now, my yeah, now they're going to win because you say they're not going to win. That's how, the, that's how it works with you, though, I feel like. Yeah. Bad week. Titans at Colts. You know, Carson Wentz did show out. Not the best defense from the Titans. Could be a higher scoring event than I have it, but I think the Titans are going to win this game. Their offense is too destructive. 27-23. I'll take the Titans as well here, 30-21. Two good offenses and two pretty pretty bad defenses. Uh, like you said, Carson, who knows what he could do. He could have a one good game, or he could just pull a Carson Wentz and <laughs> be terrible. But, uh, I don't know, Derrick Henry, you just can't bet against the man. King Henry, he's the king for a reason. That's the really the driving force of the Titans' win this week. 
And you want to talk about a blowout here? The next game we got, the Rams and Texans. First, the uh, Rams play the Lions. This week they're playing the Texans. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup must be having a field day out there. Getting so many fantasy points for me. I got them winning this game 44-6. Not going to be much competition. Texans are brutal. They're, they're terrible. And the Rams are a Super Bowl contender. I got, I got a little fun fact here. Matt Stafford's career against Houston, 0-3. That, that doesn't mean anything he played for Ray the Lions. Oh, Ran- uh, yeah, the Lions. And, I mean, the Lions aren't winning any games anytime soon. <laughs> Maybe this week. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I got the Rams 30, yeah, makes 37 sense. to 9. I mean, it's not going to be a game. Steelers-Browns. This one, Baker, it looks like he's going to be back. Chubb is still questionable. Rivalry game of the week. Yes. Because they just hate each other. That's what it is at this point. There's no skill on the Steelers' side, so they just hate them. They just hate them. Well, you got Najee. I like Najee. The only thing Najee can do is run. Yeah. That's the Steelers. Give the ball to Najee. Big Ben gets sacked. Give the ball to Najee. Big Ben throws under the receiver by 10 yards. Steelers lose the game. 23-17. I got the Browns 2014. The Browns, oh. It'll be interesting to see how they handle their running backs. Uh, like we said last week, Dernis Johnson. Who knows how he's going to be used in the mix here. Uh, it, it's definitely going to be fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, Browns will win this game 20-14. to 14. It'll be a good game. Yeah, maybe. Defensive game, probably. Yeah. 49ers at Bears, a snoozer of a game. Matt Nagy's got COVID, so maybe Justin Fields can get some throws off. <laughs> it's not a game you're watching unless you're a fan of. Dante almost just launched himself back in the chair. I got the I got the Bears, though, actually. Wow. I thought it was going to the 49ers. I have the Bears 23-21. Yeah, give you me got the, the Bears Niners in this one. 27 oh. 17. Oh, wow. You yeah. you put the order other way, so I got confused. Yeah. You're not following the, uh, the the blueprint we got going on here. Yeah, give me the Niners only because I just don't trust the Bears' offense. Yeah, neither do I. That's why I think they're going to win. You don't, uh, I mean, I mean, Matt Nagy being out is certainly a, a pro for the Bears. Yeah, we got some parents walking by. Parents weekend. How are you guys doing today? All right, next game, Panthers-Falcons. This week may be the worst week with scheduling. Like, there's some brutal games. Like, my game of the week was Thursday night, Cardinals, Green Bay. Yeah, but but here's the thing. We have a lot of differences this week. Yeah, which is good. But I got the Panthers 28, Falcons 24. You got the reverse of mine. How creative. What Sam Darnold's going to come out and play. I don't think you can do that bad again unless you're, like, a Jets or Giants quarterback. Like, you, it was 5-3 to three in, like, the third quarter. What? <laughs> <laughs> Look, like what is that? Like Sam Darnold got benched for someone I don't even know. Who, like, I don't know. I don't know how you bench someone for someone who's like severely worse. Here's the thing with Darnold: if Darnold comes out of the gate terrible, they will pull him. Yeah, but fast. They'll they'll, they'll, they'll but, pull him fast. But like, it's his bad is still better than whoever the hell their backup is. Yeah, but his backup, their backup's brutal. They kind of make a statement. If Darnold goes out there looking like Zach Wilson against New England, pick, pick, pick. Broken you, leg. You, you can't keep him in there. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, Dolphins at Bills. Another no, blowout no. of a game. Blowout <laughs> of the week. Will Deshaun be traded? Doesn't matter. They're still going to lose this game. 38-10. I don't even know why I have them putting up 10. I feel like that's just a pray and a hope. It's definitely not going to happen. I, I got them putting up nine. <laughs> but the reason I have them putting up ten is because in our scores, whoever's closer wins. And I'm thinking the Bills might put up more than 38, and then the 
total points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's smart. that's kind of where my thinking was at in this one. I, I got the Bills blowing the Dolphins out of the water. Obviously, oh, yeah. forty-five to nine. Yeah. It's not going to be a it's game. Not a football game. Yeah. I mean, back from the bye week. Back from the bye, it wouldn't matter what they're back from vacation, the bye week, playing like the Texans. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Bills are going to steal. Yeah. Patriots at Chargers. You have a closer game than I do yeah. because the Patriots have a little bit more fight in them than I think you may want to admit because you're a Jets fan. No, the only fight they have is hitting Zach Wilson low and late. Oh, no yeah. flag on the play. No flag wah, on the play. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, Chargers 31, Patriots 24. That game last week was dominant for the Char- uh, for the Patriots. They blew the Jets out of the water. The score was massive. It was 14-0 so early on, and it just kept inclining. And then, and I mean, it was it was an astronomical win. And I think they might put up a fight against the Chargers a little bit. I got the Chargers winning 35-17. Mac Jones is Mac Jones. He's okay. Everybody likes to overrate Mac Jones. I don't know why everybody likes to overrate Mac Jones. He's okay. All right? He's fine. He put up 17 points against the Chargers. That's the guy who was sh- running around the dorms shirtless because the Jets won a game. In- All right. Look, the Jets won a football game. All right. You know, he was not going to win a football game this week. Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer, they're facing the Seahawks, and I just think the Seahawks have too good of an offense. Geno Smith? In the sense of their receivers. Like, you get the ball into their hands, if they get the ball into their hands, it'll be a walk. Jags defense not that good. 21-20. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I picked the Jags because I feel like they're going to win or because I want them to win. I, wow. I got the Jags. Wow, you do have the Jags. I do have the Jags winning 21-20. Did not follow the format again. Can it confuse me when I'm tallying these points up? But here's the thing. What's the I thing? need the Seahawks to lose for the Jets to get a better pick. So I'm rooting against the Seahawks. Do I think Trevor has it in him? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, he put up a fight against your Bengals. So, so, who annihilated the Ravens. And, and and the Seahawks, not good. Yeah, not good at all. So I'll take the Jags in a squeaker game this week. Yeah, but we both have the same score. Just flipped again. You are not very creative. Washington football team at Broncos. Washington football, we say this every week, supposed to have such a great defense, and every other week they just disappoint us. Disappoint us. Broncos, who knows? They're always such a mid-team. That's why they're in the Midwest. They're mid, because everything there is mid. Brutal. I got the I still have the Washington football team twenty four Broncos seventeen. Yeah, I got the football team seventeen thirteen. Taylor Heineke overrated. I'm sorry, like he gets the job done, kind of not really. He's he doesn't not, need to do much though to get the job done against the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, I think Washington's defense will look good this week, only letting up thirteen points, but it's the Broncos' offense is nothing not special. No. So. Another difference in our decision. This is going to be an interesting week. We both have the same team here. Buccaneers at Saints. Yes. There's no difference if it's the same. So I got the Buccaneers 30, Saints 17. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Got What number was that at Mike Evans? What number ball was it? 600 ball. Mike Evans puts it in the stands. They get the ball back. That fan gets like store credit, some Bitcoin, and... Like a food or whatever, and around a golf with Brady. Yeah, and around a golf with Brady. I would have. I don't know. I would not have taken the ball. You might have, but Tom Brady's gonna maybe break another record coming up here. Who knows? I I would give the ball back to Brady. And that was in the conversation. No, 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 no I'll, I'll give it back to Brady. Just make sure the price is right. Yeah, there it is. Uh, 
It's not going to be that close of a game for me. Jameis Winston could compete. Saints do have a decent defense, but Tom Brady's just in the end a better quarterback, a better player. They have a better team, and they're going to win big time. I got 33-10 bucks. It's not going to be a game. Yeah, at least I'm giving the Saints a fighting chance here. Uh, we'll see. Cowboys-Vikings. Big news, big news in this game. Cowboys lose Dak. Do you know why? It's not reported yet. It just said that they were going to start... They're back up here, and this may alter my This is altering pick. my pick, as I'm changing it right now. Yeah, they're going to start Cooper Rush. Who? That's a great name, though. Cooper Rush, he, he was definitely a baller in college. But I got the Vikings 26-23 in this game now. I changed it. Are you going to change it, or are you just going to keep Snapchatting people? I'm looking at Cooper Rush. <sighs> 27-25 Cowboys against the Vikings here. You got the Cowboys winning? Yeah, I'll stick with the Cowboys. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. always talk so high about Kirk Cousins, and now that Dak's out, you still don't think Kirk Cousins can win now? I just think the Cowboys are a playoff team this year. You know why? Because Dak was back. Yeah. Now Dak ain't back. He's back on the IR. Probably, maybe. We don't know, but he back. He might be back on the IR. Oh, Cooper Rush. Oh! <laughs> I'm still going to take the Cowboys in this game. That's your own discretion. And final game of the week, snoozer. Honestly, who knows who's playing for the Giants? The Chiefs defense, no one's playing ever. I still have the Chiefs winning, though, because they're just that good of a team, I guess. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But the Giants are that bad of a team, I guess is what I should say, that where the Chiefs won't have to struggle too much. I got the Chiefs 31, Giants 13. <sighs> Giants have so many injured receivers. Darius Tony is I, Back at practice. You know who's playing, though? Bengals legend. John Ross. The quickster. But he can do anything. He, all he did was run. That's it. Just ran. Ran on the field. Did not catch the ball. He was just going out for a jog every Sunday at 1 o'clock. Brutal. Brutal Bengal. Defense is not that good for the Giants. And the thing is, Kansas City's offense has to be better than the Giants' offense. I don't care what way you look at it. They have to be better. I agree. 100%. The Kansas City's offense can't just, well, it has been, but it can't keep disappearing. It has to show up at some point. Yeah, and I just don't think the Giants have what it takes to make them disappear. I'll still take the Chiefs here, 2017, but the Chiefs, so brutal. They are brutal. Why? Don't and ask. it's not even just their defense anymore. It's the whole team. Yeah, I mean, you put some guy that's over five foot ten on Tyreek, and then you, do, you put some man in space by Tyreek. You put two men on Kelsey. That's the game. I'm still taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can't see the, the Giants, Giants are brutal. Yeah, they're brutal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will head right into commercial here, and we will be right back in 15 seconds. Oh, this is Patrick. Hey, is this WQAQ? No, this is Patrick. Hey, uh, is this WQAQ? No, this is Patrick! If you actually want to get in touch with us, give us a call at 203-582-5555. We're WQAQ, 98.1 FM, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. Looking for uncommon talent. And we're back. 
This is WQAQ though. All day, every day. All day, every day. Baseball. Baseball. World Series. The Braves. The Astros. Go Braves. I agree. Jorge Soler becomes the first player in MLB history to homer in the first at-bat of Game 1 of the World Series. Charlie Morton also suffered a broken leg and is, he still completed the inning, allowing no hits, no walks in that time frame. He ended the game 2 and a third, no runs. Unfortunately, he will miss the remainder of the season. That's probably the most impressive thing I've ever seen a baseball player do, to be honest with you. That is pretty impressive. Fighting through the pain, you love to see it. Hockey players do it on a daily night in the regular season. So it's nice to see some other sports adapting it. Framber Valdez on Houston's side. Two innings, five runs in game one. Braves took that one at six to two. In game two, Jose Urquidy becomes the first pitcher with a sub-two ERA, 10-plus strikeouts, and no walks over his first two World Series starts. He pitched five and two-thirds shutout innings in game two in 2019. That is impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> Jose Altuve is now tied in second with the most homers in postseason history with 22. Wow, that's actually impressive. That's hey, Jose, actually impressive, I, though. Uh, where's the trash can? Love it. There. there you go, Jose. All right. Coming outside of this matchup, PETA, the animal rights group, wants the MLB to change the term bullpen to armbar <laughs> as they claim the term mocks the misery of sensitive animals. I'm sorry. I, I can't do what? <laughs> I, I, I last time I checked, their players in the bullpen, not bulls. That's <laughs> <laughs> the world. What does it come to? Like there are some stuff that needs to be addressed, but this is not one of them. This is something so silly, so stupid. Really? Who but, gave Peter uh, this power to even talk to the MLB? Like why? Why the MLB open their DMs and be like, "Yeah, we'll 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 take this into consideration." We go get my pitcher out of the arm barn now. Okay. That's a nice ring. Armbarn sounds so funny, though. Shohei Otani won the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award, which is given to a person who has made a major impact of the sport. And it is not an annual award. Rather, the Commissioner represents, I'm sorry, presents it at his discretion. Certainly an impressive award. What an honor to be Shohei. Great thing. I'm pretty sure it's like, what, for his pitching and batting ability? Yeah, right? for his two-way Yeah, that's crazy. Abilities. That's crazy, you know, hitting the ball, throwing the ball. Wow. Baseball. Nelson Cruz wins the Roberto Clemente Award, which is given to the best player who exemplifies the game of baseball, sportsmanship, community involvement, and the individual's contribution to his team, as voted on by baseball fans and member of the media. Do you agree with this? How come I didn't get a vote on this? You would be dead last. Zero sportsmanship <laughs> award. Dead last. <sighs> Moving on from the awards, there are rumors that Cubs star catcher Wilson Contreras will be on the trade block. This will impact baseball ginormously. I mean, if the Yankees somehow get Wilson Contreras, that would be a huge upgrade from Gary, both offensively and defensively. It'll certainly be interesting to keep an eye on that. Back to injuries. The Rays' most effective reliever, Nick Anderson, has reported that he will not be back until after the 2022 All-Star Game due to surgery in 2019. I'm sorry. 2019, he had a 2.11 ERA in 19 appearances last year. He had a .55, striking out 67 of 136 batters faced. He was a force for the Rays for the past couple years, and it'll certainly be a huge loss. And in free agency news, Marcus Semien is headed to free agency. He did not reach an agreement with Toronto, and he hired the, I would say, infamous Scott Boris as his agent, as you know. He represents Garrett Cole and Bryce Harper and many other big names throughout the sport. So it'll certainly be interesting to see 
how much Semyon gets in free agency this year. Crazy stuff going on in baseball. Cubs might be looking to sell another player, get a little worse, tank for that first pick maybe. I mean, baseball prospects, it's always a hard thing yeah. to, to sort by, but the Cubs completely just sell selling house, out. Yeah. Let's head over to the NHL. Let's do it. Favorite league, best league. Start off with some Devils news. <clears throat> Net, Devils netminder. Nick, are you okay? Uh, Dante almost just fell out of his chair there. Uh, Devils goalie Nico Dawes gets his first NHL win in his first NHL game against Buffalo in overtime, but then gets pulled in the first seven minutes of the next game against the Flames. And uh, should be starter Mackenzie Blackwood will get the vaccine and will be able to play in Canada. He was not getting the vaccine for medical reasons, unlike Kyrie Irving. <laughs> now Mackenzie Blackwood can play wherever his heart desires when his heel gets it re healthy, and who knows when that's going to be. Speaking about goaltending, Dante and I were at the Bruins Sharks game. Sharks have no goaltending. It was brutal, it was atrocious. They lost. They came back, though. It was 4-3, to three, but Boston light, lighted the lamp too quickly, and Sharks were never able to recover. Let me jump in right there. I have the Bruins going to the cup final. They will not do that. You unless, can't go back on your pick. Unless, oh, unless they're good. their goaltending is better. They need Tuca. They need something. No, I, I think the goaltending's fine. I, I think David Pasternak needs to step up. He's been quiet. It's but, still early. Can speak still talking about the Sharks goaltending, and they did the same thing against the Predators. There was two shots for the Predators in the first period, and one of them happened to be behind the goalie. That's never good. Fifty percent <laughs> average. Oh, you hate to see that. PK Subban find a maximum five K after trip on Lucic. That one looked like a slew foot. So that brings the question: Was the one on Ryan Lee Reeves a slew foot? I, I don't think it was a slew foot. Ah, but this one definitely might have yeah. been. Yeah, you hate to see it. Sidney Crosby says he's had an injured wrist from seven years ago. If he got that healed, what would he be able to have done in his career? But at the same time, do you have an injured wrist for seven years and not yes. get it? Yes. No, absolutely. Hockey players are warriors. We yeah, know that. Yeah, but that's just stupidity. No, 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 no. That's no, not no. warrior. That's stupidity. If, if you tell me the last seven years Crosby just wasn't a good player, okay. Then, it, then you could say, oh, this is his wrist. No. Crosby has been one of the best players in the NHL, maybe if not the best player in the, pa- in, the, in the past seven years. So I don't think this wrist really... McDavid's played him. five out of those seven years. I'm pretty sure McDavid's better. You could always toss it. Prime Crosby. like Prime Crosby. Post-2010's Crosby was... Crosby gross. or Ovi? Ovi. I still take Crosby. It's the personality of Ovi that sells me. Crosby seems like such a stick in the mud. I think Crosby just makes the team. Yeah, obviously he's better. a two-way forward. Yeah, yeah Ovi, right. power play, clap on goal. Still goes right by Gorgiev every every single time. Uh, heading, staying in New York, talking about Gorgiev, Jack Eichel. If he's not traded in one to two weeks, may file for a grievance. That would shake up the situation. Buffalo got to get their head out of their butts, get a decision going here, get a trade going here. They got they're not going to get as much as they want. They got to realize that. They got to put their thinking caps on and be like, we should get something before we get nothing in a grievance case filed against us. Exactly. Now, they got to make a move quick here. I, I'm really thinking, just get them. If, if Buffalo is really concerned about losing Eichel, which clearly I don't think they are. They just want something in return. They Exactly. Yeah. Get him out of the division, send him out. You don't have to worry about him. Get something back, and it's it's a hard pill to But get swallow. something back. Get something back. 
that's yeah. If he follows Ravens, they don't get anything yeah, back. That then. would <laughs> just be a kick in the shins. Speaking about something back, Rangers still want a top prospect for Kratzov. But he's going to be playing in Russia soon in the way this is going. Look, I think it's fair to get a top prospect back from Kratzov. Oh, I 100% agree, but I think the Rangers are just... They have no leverage here. Yeah, no. Which, Florida, uh, not Florida, well, Buffalo had tons of leverage, and then they just let it slowly drift away in the hospital room. Zach Whitecloud, six years, 2.75 mil annual. That's great. That's great. That is probably the best defensive contract because I think he'll get a lot better, and that's six years is a lot of years. Speaking about a lot of time, Drew Doughty is out for eight weeks. That's going to hurt L.A., but they're already pretty hurt before that. They didn't really have the talent. He was kind of have to carry. Going to drop them a lot. Talking about eight weeks. Nikita Kucherov is out eight to ten weeks. Who roots for an injury? I don't root for an injury. I just don't like Tampa Bay Lightning. And they will do a lot worse with him not playing. I hate Kucherov. Who knows? Is he even playing? Is he, is he even injured? Oh is he on the IR? How much salary cap? What's the salary cap looking at right now? <laughs> Uh, staying in Florida, the Florida Panthers are 7-0, franchise best. Now they are without their coach. I think they could still pull it through. Obviously, they had to get rid of the coach, but I think Claude Julien would be a great fit there. I get where you're coming with Tortorella, but Tortorella is too strict on his players, and that's something that needs to be a shakeup in Chicago. Chicago needs that brute-forced honesty, someone that's going to tell you what happens in the locker room. I think that's what they need. They need the, they're need they like 0-6, I think. They need someone to f- push through Kane, push through Taze, and just really just get working. I 100% agree with you. There was a report from John Tortorella the other night about how the Blackhawks just had to say something, how someone had to step up. And there was no doubt in my mind, if Tortorella was the coach of the Blackhawks... In 2010. This, this would have been news 10 years ago, 11 years, whatever year it is, in 2010. John Tortorella is that man, and I, I do. Th- the only reason why I don't see him going to Chicago is I think he's fed up with the Blackhawks. I don't think he would take a job there. This just in from the NHL: the Hockey Hall of Fame is to remove Aldrich's name from the cup as the Blackhawks request. That's Fitting. good. Yes. That's good. I don't know how much that is difficult to do, but it's a good thing they'll get it done. Here's the thing with Aldrich. I I, I hate to go back to this topic, but. He was convicted of sexual assault after the Blackhawks when he volunteered at a high school. Yeah. Like, this guy is Yeah, just, not a good guy. Oh. And, and I don't know why it all comes out now, but that, that's yeah. how it is. Max Domi activated off IR. That's good for... Uh, the Jackets. Columbus? Is he yeah. <laughs> Been on so many teams, hard to keep track of at this point. Really f- career fiddled in Arizona. The Jackets are doing better than we thought. Yeah, but again, second week. Yeah, it's, it's too early. Yeah, to, way to, too early. Yeah. Speaking about things done too early, the Kraken have started a tradition. And this is a stupid <laughs> this tradition. This is the stupidest thing I've heard all week. Yeah, Detroit's got their little octopus toss. I guess that's fine because the original six will give them the pass. Salmon toss. No, they toss a salmon. A nice salmon. And the guys who bring out these fake salmon are all in fisherman outfits. Kraken, you haven't won more than three games. What are you doing? I get you're trying to have fun here, but like... The Kraken have won three games, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't get the salmon part, though. I I get it, like, fishermen, Kraken, sea, sea monsters, salmon, but like, really? Really? That's all I have to say is really. 
That's like the Rangers, like taking like a park ranger from like Central Park and just throwing him over the boards <laughs> after a win. Like, whee! You know, I just toss him over. Oh, I can go over so many. What is a. Uh, I can go over yeah, so stop. many. We don't even have a. I know, yeah. I, I saw or how about the penguins? Throw a penguin on the ice. Go ice. It's a bird that can't fly. Yeah. What are they going to do? Just like fiddle around on the ice? No, this is the stupid. best penguin. Where is penguins are in their natural habitat story. are ice. The they still slide on their bellies. You ever seen like penguin surfing? This is the dumbest thing we've ever talked about in our five weeks of podcast. Ah. Speaking about stupidity, NHL pub, uh, player safety is stupidest thing in the world. T- Steven Stamkos put a nice shoulder, elbow, the whole shabam right into someone's face. No suspension. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a tough one. He did not have any more momentum going into him. So you could see where. You don't bring your arms up, though, regardless of that, the situation. No, that's, that's, that's why, why I don't think bad. it's. It's penalty worthy, yes. Suspension worthy, no. I don't think it was. I don't think it was intentional. Repeated offenders need to be brought to justice. Yes. And Steven Stamkos usually has some high hits on players, as well. I, I just don't think this one was vicious. Uh, oh, potato, God. potato. You know, there's so many suspensions going around, so many fines. It's department of player safety just has to get. It right. Yeah, they they need to get the right fines. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but joining Bennington. Shooting the puck at the other team. Darcy Kemper, I see, was skating to the other side of the ice. Swinging his stick at Kadri, like coming <laughs> this close to his face. Grow up. This is his second childish outburst last year against the Sharks. What are you doing? What are you doing? You look like a fool. I could tell you what he's doing. Crying. He won the cup, so he thinks he could get away with whatever he's get doing. Get out of here. I hate it. I hate him. I, don't I like hate Bennington. it. That's so stupid. I hate him. <laughs> Another defenseman got paid, Morgan Riley, eight years, 7.5 mil a- annual contract. It's a good contract. Leafs need defense. Leafs, Leafs need defense. Leafs need consistency. The Leafs need to win in a playoff round. Yeah, so maybe he'll help them get there, but he's been there for a while, so my hopes for them are very, very low. Now, what did we talk about last week that we were both brutally wrong on? Quinnipiac Bobcat Hockey. What a showing that was. By the Bobcats on Friday night. We were there. Weren't on the first row. We were on the first row the next two nights. Crazy game. Great game. Friday's matchup. QU beat North Dakota 5-2. It was, it was amazing. I had a blast. The game was electric. They were goal from Oliver Chu, who had two. One was an empty netter. Joey Cipollone, Jaden Lee, and Ty, the former rookie of the year last year. On the other side of the game... North Dakota had Ottawa Center's fifth overall pick in the 2020 draft, Jake Sanderson, who had a goal and an assist in the combined weekend. The first game, he on Friday, he was not looking up to that fifth overall no, level. He on, was looking very not there. On Friday, he, he did have that one goal on the power play. Uh, snipe short side. Great shot. He Beautiful. just didn't stand out Beautiful. as much as I would hope he would. And Saturday's matchup, same game, same team. But it was a loss, 3-1, with the lone goal coming from Wyatt Bongiovanni. Sanderson played like a fifth overall pick, and he had a great game that game. He had an, so that was where his assist came. And in between the two matchups for these games, North Dakota has a total of nine NHL prospects. One in the first round, one in the second, one in the third, one in the fourth, three in the fifth, one in the sixth, one in the seventh. Jake Sanderson had a goal and assist. Their fifth round pick, Maddie, Matteo Costianati, had a goal. Jude Caulfield had a goal, and their seventh overall pick had an assist. What a stacked lineup. That's the second most draft picks in a team we play. And they had a great goaltender, which I think you have something you want to say Absolutely. about right Absolutely. Look, Zach Driscoll. 
We all know college fans get rowdy. All Very right? rowdy, especially up in uh, Hamden. Yeah, oh, Hamden. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. But let me just say, I, I got one thing to say for him, and that is I have a ton of respect for Mr. Zach Driscoll. Uh, I shared a brief interaction with him on Instagram after the game, and I, I, just, I just told him, tons of respect. He was mocking us a little bit when, when they were up 3-1, to one, faking a water bottle, squirting the water bottle at us. That's what it's all about. Zach Driscoll, thank you. Thank you for not being one of those goalies or one of those players who just can't handle opposing fan bases. Or just be a stick in the mud and not have some fun with it when you're up. Yeah. He's a college student, too. He's having fun, too. He knows what it's like, and yeah. he proved it. So I sent him a message. Quinnipiac students and, and college hockey fans across America often put up signs, posters, whatnot, maybe going after the players. And I was just wondering if Driscoll actually looks at them. So I asked him, when he skates around after a goal, does he actually look at him? And Quinnipiac Bobcat fans, he does. So next time we see him, we, we know what to do. But it's just great that a player at that level actually has a sense of... Humor. And can have fun. He can have fun. We'd love to see it. And, and you just love to see it. Yes. And then Tuesday night, game against Holy Cross, 5-2 win. Great win. Really helped us out there. Shouldn't really lose a game like that. Ethan Lay, Ethan DeJong, YG, Bon Giovanni... Zach Metza all had a goal, and with his first career goal, Jacob Quillian, first college goal, everyone seems so happy for him in that 5-2 that win. They, they just jumped him. They swarmed him. Great experience for him. We'd love to see stuff like that. Quinnipiac hops up in the rankings up to 5. Beats North Dakota. They're behind us now. Great to see that. And keeping it up in college hockey, University of Michigan, powerhouse team in college, four to the five picks in the last draft. Matty Beneers, Thomas Bortolo, Brendan Brisson, Luke Hughes, Ken Jockinson, and of course Owen Power have been playing lights out. They had one slip-up loss against Western Michigan, but that's going to happen. They're all still very young players, and it'd be scary to face Michigan right now with those guys in that team. Every team has a fluke loss. You, every team loses to I don't to see them having should. another one of those. That team is just so good. Even though they're so young, Luke Hughes being a freshman, it's crazy. If they're going to be crazy, I mean, if we have to play them, I that'll be interesting. <laughs> Uh, keeping it also in some other teams, Jake Sanderson, he's playing at elite levels. Coaches and scouts are in awe about him. Obviously, the Friday game, not his best appearance, but he's played other games. Had other, he has a great mindset along with a great skill set, so he's going to be something to watch. And it'll be cool for us to say we watched him in college and for like the players that play against him, they played against again, a fifth overall pick. And another player that will play the Bobcats later in the season from Harvard, Matt Coronado, has been playing very well for the Chicago Steel, and we'll see him soon, and that'll be very interesting because he was a high overall pick. Hopping into tomorrow's game against AIC, they do have a seventh-round And tonight's game. We play AIC tonight at AIC. They do have a seventh-round pick um, from the Hurricanes. So it'll be interesting to see. It is alumni weekend here at Quinnipiac. The Carolina it's not Hurricanes. alumni, it's parents' week. Yeah, but it's alumni. Brenda Moore is a parent, Moore not is an alumni. Brenda Moore is playing, and Skyler, Rod, that is, and Rod Brenda Moore does not have a game to coach on Saturday. Will he be here? Will he be here to see his son and his prospect play on Parents Weekend? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know how tight of a schedule head coaches run. It's possible. It'd be really cool. We obviously would not be able to see him. He'd be somewhere nice and secluded. But might be nice. Be a, uh, might be a nice time to check out a prospect, see his son play. Should be a win for Quinnipiac. That's going on the recording now. Have fun with that, Dante. That's gonna be on social media. <laughs> oh, no, man, it just 
College hockey just... Oh, it's it's it, thrilling. It, it hits different. It hits different. It really does. It is thrilling. It is so fun. The experience. I love going to the games. It was a great game. We were on the front row, right behind next to the Teletubbies for the second game against North Dakota and the th- th- uh, game against Holy Cross. It's a great experience. We love banging on the glass. We love chirping the other team. Hopefully, we're in the same spot every time. We got some great videos of it. They're on our Instagram. Check that out. Left dot bench underscore po- uh, media on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, check it all out. Google Plus, whatever you yeah. want, it's all there. Yeah, we got Google Plus now. That's crazy. But it's college hockey is what this is about. It's about the interactions between the fans. We're all college students at the end of the day, and I think we have a good chance this year of being good, and well, I'm sure we'll see more enjoyable games. College hockey, great. We are going to hit some light basketball. Sixers played the Pistons. Last night, Pistons are 0-4. No surprise there. Sixers 3-2. and Not looking the best. Lost to the Knicks. Lost to some other teams. They win that game, though. Yeah, ben Simmons not playing is going to be a big impact on the Sixers this year. What do you think? Yes. Yeah, it is. I, I don't think the Sixers want Simmons. No, we don't. But we're not getting rid of him anytime soon. It's kind of like a uh, Buffalo situation where we're just not getting rid of him and his value is going down. But it's not as bad as Buffalo. And how about the Knicks starting Knicks. off four and one? Four and one. They played the four and one Bulls. Knicks got the better of them by one point. Knicks are looking like a real basketball team finally, which is the first time this has ever happened in like twenty something years. Crazy. Bulls are looking good again. And teams that used to look good are now looking bad with star players leaving. Like Harden not on the Rockets. They're one and four now. That's mind blowing. Yeah, kind of saw that. That's something I did not see coming. My Timberwolves starting off three and one, beating. The Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, crazy. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I can tell you what's going on. Chris Finch, re, they, they just changed the defense. They got three-star players. Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns. A big three in basketball will just win you games. That's how it is. Okay? Until they don't. It'll win you Minnesota, games. Minnesota, though. It is Minnesota. I, look, I don't have any expectations for them. No, neither do I. They're yeah. going to win a couple games here, ain't they? Steph Curry had a great performance, but loses to the Grizzlies as John Moran drops 30 in overtime. Great Steph. young talent going up against an older talent. The young one got the win there. 30 points in overtime, though. Steph Crazy. is still my MVP pick. Yeah, he still hit. He You see, that one, he had that one great three-pointer, thro- uh, three one foot. It's amazing how he does this night in and night out. He's like the McDavid of the NHL, to be honest. Oh, yeah, him. he is, 100%. Except McDavid's more MVP every year because the NBA does it a little differently. NBA is just top heavy. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's very true. That's why. That's that's honestly, why I don't like it that exactly. much. Honestly, because you kind of know. Like for those so many years, you were like, oh, Golden State, Cleveland Cavaliers. Look, LeBron. Oh, LeBron. I hate LeBron. I hate LeBron. But now, now, even now in basketball, though, you don't really know. Like it definitely could go a couple ways. But like, there's like four teams from each conference that you're pretty sure are going to be in the finals. You just don't know how it's going to shape out. And Hockey, any team could win. Montreal was the lowest seed last year, mm-hmm. and they made it to the finals. Obviously, they didn't win, but they still got that far. They still beat a great Vegas team, a choking Leafs team, and Winnipeg, who they swept. But Winnipeg swept yeah, the Oilers. Sure. Yeah, it was the playoffs. Playoffs in hockey are always crazy, and that's what we love so much about this sport. And, and same with baseball. Good. I didn't think the Braves would make it to the World Series. No, neither did I. Dodgers <laughs> powerhouse making all these trades. Scherzer, Turner. Oh, uh, sure, or Turner. That yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. They lost. That's that's why uh, I like. That's why baseball is just different. And, and football, and NBA, football's uh. kind of similar. This year, it's definitely going to have a little break. I think from the Chiefs not being this good. Bengals came out of nowhere. 
the Minnesota Timberwolves or the Cincinnati Bengals of, of basketball? Ah, I don't know. You can say uh-huh. that. Yeah, wait till like halfway in the year because this is we're at like halfway mark in the NFL almost. So wait a little bit. All right, our favorite section today's day in sports history. I'm gonna this first ever basketball fact in 2018, very recent one, our most recent one to date. Let me just say that today in history, very snoozer. It's snoozer. But this is actually pretty interesting. Golden State shooting guard Clay Thompson breaks NBA record previously held by teammate Stephen Curry for most three pointers in a game with 14 in Warriors' 149 to 124 win over the Bulls in Chicago. It's another reason why I don't like basketball. Buckets. No defense. Buckets. No defense. No defense. Because that's why there were 14 three pointers by Clay Thompson that break the record. 14. They almost dropped 150 points. Yeah, they were one point away. But yeah. what? Well, uh, what is that in like a hockey game? You think? In a hockey game, that's, that's like eight to six in a hockey game yeah. almost. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yikes! Seven. That's brutal. Yikes! If the Bruins game had like two more periods, maybe it would have gotten up there. <laughs> Bruins almost choked that one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of this podcast. Dante and I will be in New Jersey for the New York Jets versus Cincinnati Bengals game. Who knows what the score is going to be? It's not going to be close. Go Bengals! Who day? Who's excited to see the next Tom Brady? Mike White. Okay. That's a brutal way to end this. Why, why do you got to do that to our listeners? Oh, man. From Evan Deck. And Dante Esposito. Have a good weekend. Go Jets. Go Bobcats.